Hello everybody, I'm Ed Hula, Around the Rings editor at Sportacore 2017 in Aarhus, Denmark. And we have the latest edition of ATR Radio with Balash Fergus, who is the head of the former bid from Budapest for the 2024 Olympic Games, still very much involved in promoting sport and other events in, in Budapest, in Hungary, in the years ahead, and perhaps with still an interest, an eye on bidding one day for the Olympic Games from Budapest. We're going to talk to him for a few minutes about all of this. Thanks very much for joining us today. Well, thank you very much, Ed, for the opportunity. Always enjoy to, to discuss uh, uh, things about Olympic bid and the Olympic birth. You're, you're, you're here at Sport Accord. You were hoping to be here as one of the bidders for the Olympic Games during that time. Well, we are here definitely with some uh, uh, bitter sweetness. It's nice to be here, but uh, we are definitely sad that we were supposed to be here as Candidate City. And uh, uh, in the past, we learned that every event like Sport Accord and every event when we could present the Budapest story made us stronger. And uh, uh, we were planning for Sport Accord. We had an excellent team. We had all four people, uh, Katin Kahosu, three times Olympic champion in Rio, uh, Pa Schmidt, our senior IOC member, Attila Mijer, modern pentathlon Olympic champion and head of sport and venues uh, in the Budapest bid and myself as chairman. We had our lines, we had our messaging, and then the bid was, was withdrawn. Yeah. And because of political reasons, um, what has to be done to, I guess, not necessarily shield Olympic bids from political influence, but to make politics and the Olympics work together and not against each other? Two things, uh, and I can definitely speak only about the Budapest and the Hungarian case. Uh, there are some consequences, some lessons that we need to learn. And one of the consequences drawn is very simple. Next time, uh, we will have to start with a referendum, as simple as that. Have a referendum at the very beginning, make the Olympic case clear, engage with the people, have public debates, have public debate, uh, uh, discussions and debates, which we're always ready to. Uh, and let's have a referendum at the very beginning, and then the case is decided, it's either full speed ahead or referred, and then uh, nobody can challenge the decision later. That's it. What does the IOC need to do to make things easier for cities such as Budapest or others that do encounter political, political opposition? Well, first of all, political opposition, it's, it's natural. Uh, and we should not be afraid of that. And we should always be ready to listen and engage in, in, in dialogue and, uh, and talkings. In a, in a democracy, uh, uh, opposition is uh, part of the, the game, part of the system. And uh, it's too important thing and too much public resources are involved that there would not be any opposition uh, uh, in future uh, bits uh, all over the, uh, the world. I think that uh, both the substance and the perception, uh, uh, the content and the, the, the perception of the Olympic Games need to be changed. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, I understand that the IOC is working on, 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 on that. Uh, I think we need to more jointly, more joint efforts by candidates, bids, host cities and the IOC is needed to explain, for example, Agenda 2020, 
I really think that Budapest was about to make Agenda 2020 real. I think without Agenda 2020, Budapest would not have bid. We think it as a real value. We think that it could have been materialized, but we were not successful enough in explaining uh, uh, to the people of Budapest that what Agenda 2020 makes, why it's, it's a different games concept. And uh, I think, for example, this could be jointly explained by the IOC and uh, uh, candidate cities. And obviously we, we are following, uh, monitoring the, the discussions and the changes and look forward because IOC now is talking about changing the bid process and we are looking forward uh, uh, to, to what changes uh, uh, they come up with, what suggestions uh, they come up with. We, as a mid-sized global city, that is obviously was less, generally less known in this, this competition than Paris or LA always knew at the very beginning that we have three major challenges and any city similar mid-sized global cities would have had the same three major challenges and uh, all three have to be overcome number one is that first we had to prove that we are capable economically uh, uh, infrastructure wise that Budapest can deliver uh, the games it's obvious when IOC members look at Paris or or or, uh, or LA that can they can deliver it was questioned at the very beginning about Budapest, naturally, understandably. So first we had to prove that we are a credible, capable, reliable partner, number one. Number two, any cities like Budapest is not as much engaged with the Olympic family as the, big, the bigger Olympic nations. So we had to find the ways to tell our story to the Olympic family and engage with the members of the Olympic families. And there I think it should be considered whether the very heavy restrictions of basically communicating with IOC members during the bid process, wherever, inviting them, visiting them. What, I understand the concerns, I understand the, the, uh, that there needs to be a cap on the bid cost, but it must be possible, especially for newcomers, so to say, to be able to elaborate and tell our story to the IOC members. Something has to be changed, uh, should be changed in order to better facilitate the communication and the dialogue. You're, you believe that there needs to be more opportunities for cities to promote themselves, to tell their, to tell their story. In, uh, we are here in Sport Accord, right after the presentations of the, the current candidate cities, Paris and Los Angeles. And this was not foreseen. As Mr. Richie Bitti said at the very beginning, it was kind of Sport Accord and as if creating, forcing this opportunity. And we had this opportunity, we had Enoch in Doha, where Budapest was there as well. Mm -hmm. And we will only have the technical briefing and the final presentation. Only four opportunities in a two years period where the big cities had the chance in completely similar, under completely similar equal circumstances uh, to elaborate their case and uh, answer questions. And I think more opportunities should be given. Otherwise, uh, uh, the mid-sized global cities, the cities that are not one of the, the, the richest and the biggest, will always have a disadvantage, which I think could and should be compensated. And uh, the challenge number three, which we knew from the beginning we had to overcome, and uh, probably we were not successful in that, that a very solid and strong domestic support must be, must be built. And that, the, the, you look at Olympic bids of the past few years, and public support, government support, 
is more precious, more rare, more important than any stadium that you might already have built, it seems. Having that public support has become really the cornerstone for any Olympic bid these days. Absolutely, because in a democracy, rightly, uh, every major endeavor uh, undertaken by the, initiated by the government must be legitimate, must have uh, the, the support uh, uh, of the people, and more can and, uh, and should be done by the Olympic family and by the big cities to, to, to have that uh, government, uh, that uh, social support. So what, what next for Budapest? You'll have later this year the FINA Aquatics World Championships in Budapest. Should be a spectacular event. It's an event that Budapest, with really without hesitation it seems, stepped in to take care of two years ago. Um, what beyond that is on the table for Budapest? Well, definitely we are uh, very excited about the FINA Aquatics World Championship taking place in July, August uh, in uh, Budapest. Uh, and yes, we stepped in uh, uh, and uh, I think in world record time uh, we planned and, uh, and built up uh, the major venue, the Danube Aquatic Center, a 15,000 uh, uh, facility uh, for the competition and all the other uh, stuff uh, that is uh, needed. This summer, parallelly with that event, we will also host the European Youth Olympic Festival in Győr, uh, in the countryside, a regional city. We will also host the Judo World Championship uh, late August uh, this year, so there's much to come. But, uh, but maybe equally importantly, right after the bid has been withdrawn, uh, the government confirmed that all planned venues shall be built. We always said that those venue developments are independent of the games and they would happen anyhow. And that now has been confirmed after the withdrawal that we go ahead with the national venue development program, meaning that we will build in Budapest the, the, the student uh, uh, dormitory campus that could be, after being built, could be any time an Olympic village with its 15,000 bed. Uh, uh, we will also build the Olympic Park and develop the Olympic Stadium in a legacy mode with any time potential uh, extension tem with temporary seating for, to host any international major athletic event. Therefore, we consider to bid for the 23, 20 or 25 IAAF uh, Athletic World Championship and we will, uh, uh, in the next five to seven years, we will do uh, all the other planned developments. So I think in 28, in, 20, in, in 32, whenever uh, every year Budapest is getting more and more ready to host the games at one point of time. Did you get to see the presentations here at Sport Accord by Paris and by Los Angeles? With some uh, bitter sweetness, I was uh, definitely uh, enthusiastic to see, uh, having in mind that uh, we were planned to be on stage as well. Do you have any ideas which one looked better in the presentation? I have my ideas, but I think it would be not right for me to judge and would be beyond my competence and somehow somewhat unpolite to publicly say what I uh, think about uh, uh, the presentations. Uh, I uh, gave my feedback to both uh, very dedicated and professional team of Paris and LA. You did it because you're a gentleman, you're polite, not because you need to follow IOC rules anymore as far as being a bid city goes. Uh, no, I think, I, yes, exactly. I, I, 
to that extent, allow me to say I don't care the rules, uh, or it's not because of following any rules, I think it would be not fair. Yes. Balas Fergus, best of luck to you and to Budapest and Hungary in the future as you move ahead here. Thank you very much. Thanks very much for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio from Sportacore 2017 in Aarhus, Denmark. Thanks for joining us. See you on the next time.